2: So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details.
1: The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result,
2: Good evening, fellow Fox
1: fans. How are we doing? Recovered yet? Uh, I don't think we have. We're a little bit late. I think our computer systems uh, did what uh, Leicester did on, uh, on Sunday and not turn up. Um, but anyway, welcome along. And you are watching... <laughs> You are watching Leicester Till
0: I Die TV with
1: Chris and Chums. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Pinterest. All you need for everything Leicester City FC. It's Leicester Till I Die TV.
0: Leicester Till I Die. Now available
1: on Spotify. Welcome along. Yes, we are. We're everywhere. Um... And uh, outside broadcast this evening, so uh, that's maybe what's probably what the technical problems were. Hey, they say that some things are like uh, riding a bike. You've just got to get back on. Well, we're getting back on on Thursday, but more important for uh, the whole season is Monday night when we've got a little match. It's Leicester City versus Fulham it is and uh, welcome along like i say if you're watching us there's two places you can watch us you can watch us um on youtube live which is lester till i die tv um if you're on youtube please give us a subscribe you can catch up with all the videos that we do all the shows click on the little reminder button And that will uh, uh, notify you when we do go live. And we've got, obviously, on Facebook, in the Facebook group, Leicester Till I Die. If you're watching on that, just give a little click on the uh, StreamYard button, and that will sort of bring your name up um, so we can give you a shout-out. If not, just stick your name at the end of the chat so we know who we're talking to. Um, And uh, good evening, first of all, to... To me, from, again, like I say there, Facebook user, I'd love to say good evening back, but I don't know who you are. But it's nice to have you along anyway. And talking about having people along, here's my chat chum, Craig. He's here every Tuesday to have a chat about the upcoming game. And uh, it's Fulham this week. Good evening, Craig. Good evening, Chris. And good evening, everyone. Obviously, uh, apologies
0: for the late start. Chris Chris has this running so smoothly, like uh, a beautifully... Tended bed of roses, and then I come along like a nasty weed, and uh, and strangle him. But uh, <laughs> my uh, my apologies for the, for the tardiness of our starting. But yes, yeah, Fulham. I th- Let's go. I thought
1: you were going to say a well-loyal machine then, and I uh, I should be well loyaled I, I need a drink. You know, <laughs> but uh, is it? I know. I know. I know. We've got Braga coming up on Thursday, and we'll be talking about that tomorrow in the European show. But um. We've got Fulham coming up Sunday. Is yeah. it? You know, I mean, do they say if you have a bad game, the best thing to do is is play again as soon as possible?
0: Yeah, and, and I think uh, so far, you know, we've we've managed to do that pretty much so, and and we have done, you know, apart from I guess uh, after we, the restart on after lockdown first time point one, um, we we struggled, didn't we? Uh, Getting back on the bike, as it were. But uh, this season so far, if we've had, if we've had a setback, we, we've usually responded. And uh, I think looking at uh, looking at that game, not to dwell on it too much, but it just looked like it was it was a game too far for a few of those players that uh, had been away on international duty, and we just we, we just weren't at it. But uh, four weeks training, it'll be. Interesting to see what team he picks against Braga. Whether he, he tries to rest a few of them, my thoughts would be that he will if he can get away with it. Have a strong bench, but give a few of the uh, the, the other players uh, a chance to start, and uh, you know, even a point there, I think, is a good point in the context of the table.
1: I think we said that right at the start, didn't we? If we can get uh, wins at home and draws away, and we're doing better than that at the moment, but um, it's Monday night. It's um, Mm. on sky sports main event it's an early kickoff um so if you are one of the lucky ones that's working at the moment it's a 5 30 p.m kickoff so uh, maybe uh, maybe get a bit of a, an early uh, an early leave if you can um but well, uh, Fulham, of... I, I usually
0: i usually leave work well i, I should leave work at 5 30 uh, i'll try to yeah. do so for that and, and in most of our games this season we haven't started playing for the first 20 minutes. So hopefully, I'll get back in time for us uh, kicking I on after say, 20
1: minutes. Well, I think one of the stats that came up at the weekend is that we've scored more goals of, well up until the weekend in the last 15 minutes than any other team. So, just get home for sort of the 75th minute, yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll yeah. be fine. But, uh, but we played played... Um, I always bring this stat up. We've played Fulham, actually, only 84 times since we were both founded. Uh, we've won 28. We've lost 39. I think that's probably... More from their history because they used to be sort of, you know, a a regular top league team than than sort of their more recent history, shall we say.
0: I'm surprised at that stat that we've lost 39 of those games, to be honest, because, you know, we we seem to have missed each other quite a lot. You know, Hmm. a lot of those must have been in the lower leagues, I would imagine, because unless they were were up um, uh, in the top flight. Before my time, as it were, maybe uh, maybe the Fulham fans that are out there. I know there's not that many, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm surprised. surprised. Well, I I mean, I'm 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 not being negative there. I'm just think you know you're surrounded by a lot of big clubs in London, and uh, I always feel sorry for the likes of Fulham and and QPR and and, uh, Brentford. And I've often wondered, slight side as to if I lived in London, what team I would support. You know, would it be based on geographical uh, grounds, or would I just pick a team? And uh, uh, I I don't
1: know. I'm not sure. I think think, think if you were born there, if you were born there, you've got to go for the club that either your dad supports, supported, or supports, or or, or where you are. But I think that goes back actually, Mm -hmm. because during sort of the the sort of late 60s, early certainly in the 70s and 80s, we were pretty much a yo-yo team. We were the West Brom of yep. our day, coming up and down. And I think Fulham were quite an established. Um, this was, you know, in the days of Filbert Street and and grounds like that. I mean, we've moved on. They've still got the Cottage, which is one of the smaller grounds. Yeah. But I think it was going back to to those things when they were more of an established, um, more of an established team. But. If we have a look, at, I mean, I not going to ask you first of all. I mean, looking at the table, I'm um, just bring that up. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you can see that at all. I mean, we we yep. were down to fifth until Wolves equalised, but we still sat there in fourth. Ful- mm-hmm. Fulham third from bottom, and um, they've lost three, won one, drawn one. Um, and I know games are never won on paper, never won on where the table is. We know that from Norwich last season. Good time to be playing. Coming off the the Liverpool, not so much the loss, but the performance again. Um, Is it a good time to be playing Fulham? Or as I say, is it a good time to be playing a team like Fulham rather than inviting Chelsea or somebody like that?
0: I I think it it probably is. I mean, I I haven't seen a lot of Fulham, but what I have seen, they seem to be, Um, slow starters. I know we're slow starters, but they seem to be quite slow starters as well. At the weekend, they were were pretty poor. Um, They showed a bit of fight towards the end and they could have actually got something um, at the end of it, but they don't seem to be like a team full of confidence. Now, our only issue for me would be if they come out and come at us enough for us to play our own game. You know, we're notoriously not great at uh, breaking teams down, but... uh, I think they're at home, even though there's no fans there. I think the onus is on them to to come forward. So, I think I think overall it's a it's a decent thing for us to be playing.
1: Yes. I mean they they like I say they've only sort of won the one, and they I think they missed a penalty, didn't they, against Everton? Otherwise, they'd they'd, they'd have got a point. Um, yeah, they did, I think
0: uh, a Merez slip double double hit penalty over the bar. I think.
1: What was it? Oh, I didn't, uh, I didn't, didn't yeah. see that. I must admit, but um, uh, yeah, it, it, like you say, you know, it, it, it's uh, you can only play who's in front of you. We don't have any choice, but you know, they've got to come at us. They, they, kind of along with West Brom, look like being the whipping boys. They've not done an awful lot in uh, in the transfer market, but like you say, you know, we we were thinking that with uh, with, with Norwich last season, and mm. you know. They sort of, they sort of did us. I mean, the guy here, uh, and again, please, I don't, I do apologise because I don't, uh, I don't know who it is. Uh, just come up as Facebook user, but we will stuff Fulham. I mean, I hope so, but I think that might think be that's being Brendan, a bit optimistic.
0: That's
1: Brendan Rogers because I think, I think he watches the show, so I think that <laughs> might be Brendan. <laughs> Only only for your for your thoughts and see what your formation and team is so we can <laughs> uh, pick that Sorry, against it. Yeah. pick that for the game. Um yes, yeah, so like I say, you, you can't take any team too too lightly, can you, really? I mean what are we now in a position where and I don't want to keep going back to the Liverpool game. I mean, was it just a bad day at the office? Are you know we are we used to be their bogey team and and they would admit that but they're our bogey team we've only won twice since we got promoted back you know up here they sort of do keep giving us these lessons don't they
0: they they do seem to be our bogey team and it's almost like we have this inferiority complex against liverpool now whether that's whether brendan's brought that you know because even in uh, in games previously where we've had other managers you know obviously we, we did really well against them in the in the title winning season but yeah i don't think we have sat back as much as we have under Brendan. and I, and, and i wonder whether being ex manager he, he has this view of liverpool as almost uh, you know the team to try and emulate and, and and we sat back and we sat off as i say i think a few players were tired Tielemans looked tired to me and yeah. um, he played really well for belgium but but it looked a little bit of a game too far. But I thought, you know, you look at our team, you look at theirs. I'm I just worried that he doesn't trust our team enough in, in our good mm. players to get us on the ball and take the game to the opposition. It's OK having this uh, this sort of sit back and hit them on the break uh, mentality against some teams. But as, as I mentioned, I think uh, last Tuesday when we were looking ahead to the Liverpool game... A team that's aggressive like Liverpool are, you know, I'm not sure we have a, a, a big enough uh, backbone to, to fight fire against fire. So I think he needed to be more aggressive and uh, maybe with a, with a Barnes chance that was missed, it would have been a different game. Yeah. But disappointing thing, yeah. uh, but I think they've got to put it behind them. And as I say, I think Fulham's a good game for us to try and do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think... Um... You know, you can't blame injuries. You can't, you know, they, they had, you know, as, as good a players out as we did. Um, and we'll come on to injuries in, in a second. But, um, yes, you you know, you look at it and think, well, it's an international break. There was no games, you know, Barnes and uh, Madison didn't go. But they still, they you know, they, they still look like they're running through treacle.
0: Yeah, and and obviously momentum's a big thing in football. You know, mm-hmm. we we had some decent momentum going into that international break, and uh, and it sort of put the brakes on us on us a little bit. So yeah. those players that were left behind are training with half a squad. You know, you you can't do a lot in that in that yeah. uh, in that time when when most of the other the players were away on international duty. So I think it yeah. even for the ones that, that stayed behind, I think it threw them a little bit and. Mm. Uh, and, and hopefully we've got that one game out of the way. And you know, in in many respects, you know, I'd rather as drop points to Liverpool um, than some of the lesser teams because uh, yes. we we can get back uh, get back on the bike as I say and, and put a good performance it's, it's, in and, and kick start again.
1: Yeah, it's almost like I guess, and and you don't want to lose to anybody. Obviously, you know, we're fans. We want to win every single game. We can't physically win. Every single game, we we know. I know we only lost three in the you know champions winning season, but I mean I, you got to look to some point that was almost like a, like a one off. Um, yeah. Leicester do have a habit though of doing quite well against the bigger teams and struggling against some of the lesser teams.
0: We do, uh, but I think again you you you'd say that was more previously. The last few seasons, I don't think we have. You know, I don't think we've done particularly well against Man United. I don't think we've done particularly well against Man City. Obviously, we've had a couple of good wins and we had a good win there uh, this season. You know, we've taken points. We, we've snatched wins at home. I don't think we've looked um, particularly dominant against any of the so-called Big Six teams. We, we've we got some some results. But I'm not sure, you know, and it'd be interesting to hear from uh, from some of the viewers about how they feel, but... I still don't feel, as a Leicester fan, that we are part of that, that big six in terms of the way we play. We, we mm. do seem like we have this uh, inferiority complex. I never look at us as a, going in, into games and thinking, yes, we'll definitely win this, even even against some of the Leicester teams. Because I think yeah. being a big six team is about being having a mentality of a big club as yeah. well. And I don't think we have that yet, and that's something we need to build on and, and work on.
1: I think we, we you know, we're very. Much, I think since we won the league, I think we're expecting, like, you know, we should be doing it, doing it every season. And sometimes you just need a a, a little reminder. You know, it's, yeah. almost, it's almost like the the big boy slapping down a little boy, saying, oh, you get 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 in line," sort of thing. I think. Uh, I I think, mean,
0: uh, I think Liverpool, Liverpool these days are a bit of our um, reality check. You know, we, we've had it a, a few times with Liverpool now and, and they sort of, I mean, last season when they, they came down, we were, we were flying high last season, I think, when they came down yeah. to uh, the King Power and, and taught us a football in Leicester and beat us 4-0 uh, yeah. and they've done it again. So, I think they are a bit of a gauge for us and, and they sort of, you know, sort of slap us back in line, as it were, and, and realise that we have to work hard uh, to get our points and we can't just go through the motions.
1: We can't, and and like you say, you know, there's there's some teams. If you lose, you've just got to go. Yeah, you know what I mean. That was a that was, they were better. They deserved it, and we are. If we lose against Fulham, I think you've got to put a different face on it and say, you know, they aren't the teams, you know, we should have. I mean, good evening to to Matthew. He says there we have plenty of players who shouldn't have looked tired. I know Tillemans, he said, had played the equivalent of like five hours football in, in you know, two weeks with our games and Belgium's games. Um, yeah. Matthew, again, yet yeah, reality check. You, you're definitely sure there. Uh, this, this is very true. And, and this is how I always feel. Um, Facebook user out-of-form strikers always scoring against us so now doubt no doubt Fulham will score a penalty. I mean it is it's almost like ex players you know you know they they're gonna score against us and I hate it when the commentators say just before the game starts like the 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 mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the, the the viewer there said like well this guy's not scored yeah. for sort of three hours and forty minutes so can he break the duck And you think yeah this is Leicester. It's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I mean the last time I well, we played it was two Sorry, oh, no, say who great. needs the opposition?
0: Who, who, who needs the opposition when you've got Johnny Evans to, to nod one in from a corner? <laughs>
1: <laughs> now I don't know if you saw it. We actually asked Julian Watts, uh, we had the defender who's who's joining us here at Leicester till I die yeah. on our post-match show. So it's nice to have him along uh, whenever he can make it. Obviously not not all the time, but um, yeah. From the yeah. defender's point of view, I think he sort of said Johnny took his eyes off the ball and it was just sort of one of those. But uh, yeah. Uh, although again, you and me are both old enough to remember. I'm sure the season of the uh, Frank Sinclair own goals. I think he was sort of you know. <laughs> The, the, the top goal scorer against us that season and some of those
0: were spectacular i remember him uh, putting one in from 30 yards again i think I was about against us it wasn't
1: one about the halfway yeah. line or something like that you know yeah. but uh, we've we've not played Fulham. obviously they got relegated and then they've just come back up so going back to the 18 19 season there uh, we got a draw at their place uh, in the december and a 3-1 win in the march so It's going to be disappointing if we don't win, isn't it?
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, you you look at the way they've played this season,
1: Mm.
0: they've not been great, have they, to be honest? No. The interesting thing will be whether Scott Parker goes with uh, a few of those players that he brought off the bench for the last uh, 25 minutes against Everton because they looked like they had something to prove. There was two or three players Mm. there that that, uh, definitely uh, stepped up the pace of the game they were more aggressive uh, and Giesa I think was one of them who looked pretty good coming on um, so they have got some players who can uh, probably catch us unawares because you know we won't know a lot about them obviously the
1: backroom staff will have that's very nice hello <laughs> you are. Um, I, th- I think that might be that might be uh, Mrs Twigger <laughs> saying hello. I <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, if it hello. if it hello. is, she's she's putting herself about a bit. Uh, Brad, then Julian the other night, and now he, I, I am feeling left out, Mrs Twigger. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll, um, we'll start some kind of Facebook campaign.
0: Paying for you, Chris, don't worry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Starting uh one of those uh, one of those petitions, you know. But you're, you're uh, That's thrown me off now. I'm not, I'm not sure what we're talking, what we're talking no, we about. Were not talking, we are talking
0: about it being a game that we should win. And, and yeah. we should win. I mean, their top scorers, uh, Dick Dover reed I think uh, he's gone with his double-barrel name now, um, has got three. Um, I remember him a couple of years ago, and I thought he was a player who might go on to do really well. He looked he looked a bit in the in the Jamie Mold you know plays on the shoulder very quick a decent finisher, finisher but I don't think he's reached his uh, potential yet but he's started to score goals this season uh, whereas mitrovic hasn't there's the cue for him to go and bag a couple on there. oh you said, uh, on the, you said it now you
1: said it now if he scores if he scores i'm going to hold you hold you responsible <laughs> but uh, i mean I haven't got a graph for it this week, but just sort of going through the injuries because um, it's looking a, a little bit better. I mean, I'm just looking on, on the website now. Um Chu is still out, um, uh, maybe a few weeks away, but training with the squad. This is on premierinjuries.com. Um, Castagne mm. comes in as a fifty percent chance of playing. Um Slight twinge, hopefully him missing tonight, which I presume was the Liverpool game. And having a clear week, we're getting ready for our next game. We had a scan and it's okay. So looking Ooh. at that, it doesn't look like he'll be playing against Braga, and then hopefully he'll be he'll be fit and uh and up for Fulham.
0: I'm. Uh, I mean, if we if we look at our, a team that I think uh, Brendan may go with um although he seems to be uh, not listening to anything i say at the minute for some reason <laughs> um not at all. i uh, i i i'm expecting um castanio to come back in to uh, to be honest uh he was encouraging uh, to see that when they did the the, the scan there wasn't anything uh, any damage there and it was just a twinge. so hopefully he will be he will be fair and i think um I think we missed that uh, that balance of of the two marauding wing backs. I thought, yeah, against Liverpool, I thought uh, James Justin did a decent job. To be honest, he, he was trying to take the game forward. I know I don't think anybody sort of got high marks in that bit of the players who did no. uh, play. I thought he did a good job, so um, yeah. so I expected him to, to possibly switch over to the right with Castagna back on the left.
1: So, would you give Castan if we're winning? Would you give him ten minutes on Thursday just to give him a run out?
0: Um, probably not, to be honest, because no. I don't see the benefit. I know you could say, yeah, he gets ten minutes under his belt, but he also gets the opportunity to to, to, to twinge or, or get a knock. Um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if, if he gets a little bit, but I'm not sure how much good it will do. Um, no, getting up to match fitness, it's not exactly uh the pace of the premier league uh, over there in portugal anyway so i'm not sure what it would give us um i would i would think you know yeah. just protecting him and put him back in on, uh, on monday night
1: and, in, and and it's it's nice we've got those extra few days, I guess, till Monday for yeah. you know to, to rest these players. Indeedy um and Amarty uh, both ruled out. Indeedy, uh Wolf is out mm-hmm. on the field. He still has a number of weeks to go, but he's progressing well. Amarty, uh, uh Daniel is out with his hamstring for a number of weeks, so the international break has hasn't been too kind for us. Um I'm not quite sure I thought it was the other way around. The big one is Piera. He's down as 50% chance of playing along with um Castagna. And the only thing with, with him is lacking match fitness. But he had um did have a full game in the under 23s the other night.
0: He, he did, he did. I, I'm not sure how he, how well he did, but he did get um he did get a, a good run out. I mean, I, I saw the goals from that, and I must admit I was very impressed with the two goals that Damari Gray scored. Um he I was, that was gonna be my many
1: point actually. Yeah,
0: he doesn't. He doesn't seem to have been anywhere near the, the first team squad recently. But uh, he almost looked. His reaction to I think it was the second goal. It was almost like, uh, you know, this is what I can do if I'm given a chance. Yeah. But uh, he has had a lot of chances. But it'd be interesting to see whether Brendan took a look at that. And they were both very good finishes. Um, and, and you know, to be honest. You know, Harvey's not covering himself in a lot of glory at the minute with his finishing. So uh, maybe there is a route back for uh, for Demari.
1: Is Damari, De just remind me? I think he is. He is in the squad for the Premier League, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. I, I think he is. It's yeah. The, it's, it's the only one he's been left out of. And I mean, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. And I always think. I mean, I always I had great hopes, and I think we all did when we signed Demari. He was sort of you know a a great prospect, but. Hmm. He's just like you say, he's never been consistent. A bit like Harvey, you know. I mean, Harvey's great when he's on, on the boil. Sometimes mm. he's not on the boil. But Gray has got it in him and has got that finish. And you don't know the way the injuries are going. Like you say, there, there, there may be a way back. I think the thing is, if you want to make that step up to
0: be a consistent um, top sixteen, you need your players mm. to be consistent. And I think that's yeah. what we haven't got at the minute. We've got too many inconsistent players. You talk about Damari, you talk about Harvey, Perez, uh, you know, Inacho when he plays. It's too inconsistent and we need yeah. to be getting a seven seven 7.5 out of everybody in every game if we want to be realistic top six, top four contenders.
1: Do you think with the... I mean, I it's only my personal opinion. Uh, of course, football is all about opinions. But we used to have a reserve team and so you players yeah. like inacho like gray um it, when you know they weren't playing for the first team they were still playing every week in the reserves yeah. and i think i think it's silly now that you know you, you you go from the first team to the under 23s and you're only allowed to, a couple in there there's nowhere for these squad players unless you send them out on loan to get regular football is there you know what? It's uh, I, I know this
0: comes up quite a lot, Chris. And uh, to be honest, the way that squads are increasing in size, I, I can understand why it was stopped. Because you know, apart from the big clubs, uh, you know, teams didn't have huge squads, so they were just filled with youngsters. And now you've got the uh, the development league, and you've got the under twenty uh, three now. But the way that squads are growing, it would not surprise me if if it didn't come back and and it almost became some kind of midweek league. Um, mm. got uh, got its own television deal. Um, because there's enough players in these squads now who you say you know are not yeah. getting, um, regular football. I would imagine that uh, particularly during the period where there aren't um, European games, that would get you know midweek football uh, live midweek football uh, featuring you know quite a few. Oh, well-known uh, players in a reserve league may, may yeah. get a few uh, few viewers if it was televised. So, so watch yes. this space for, uh, for that not to happen.
1: <laughs> well, talking about things not to happen, I've just sent uh, Brendan a text saying, "Get on now, because this is this is your moment now." Um, okay. When uh, we look at uh, what Brendan should, if you were in Brendan's shoes, or, you know, I know we've got we got. It's always hard because we have got that midweek game coming up, but taking that aside, mm. what you know, mm. you think he will do formation and lineup-wise different to to, to, to to Liverpool when 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 we, uh, when we welcome Fulham. Well I, if I was in Brendan's shoes Brendan looks like a very small man I think if I was in his shoes
0: they might be sort of hurting a little bit but <laughs> um, from a managerial point shoes. of view <laughs> yes <laughs> it's, a, it's a family yeah. show chris um yeah. I would I think he'll stick with the back five again and um you know I th- I would like to see us get to a point where we transition back to a back four you know a sort of 4141 four, yeah. Um, but I don't think we can do it until um is back Because I think, yeah. you know, Evans Playing Evans with one of the others With Fafana I'm not convinced about the coverage That Evans can give us um, these days and, and as we saw, even at Liverpool uh, Early on in the game Fafana does like to come out with the ball Soyuncu likes to come out with the ball as well So it could be quite uh, either exciting or dangerous If we had those two as a back two for now, uh, because was uh, not there, I think he'll stick with the three. So uh, I'm going to go with the surprise. Actually, I'm going to go with Casper in goal. No, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. Um, but then the, the back three: um, Fafana, Evans, and uh, and your fellow presenters' favourite, Fuchs. <laughs> I was, that um, was what
1: I was waiting I for. Could,
0: you know, he, on the left side of a three, I think he's, he's, he's a very solid player for us. Um, yeah. So I have no problems playing him in there. Um, I would bring Castania back and, on the left and switch um, James Justin to the right. Oh,
2: okay.
0: And then, you know, pretty much what you would think, I'd have Mendy in front. Um, I did change my mind, actually, um, because I, I originally had Madison, Tielemans and Pratt as the midfield three. Uh, but I'm I'm going to go with Barnes, um, and Individual. I've got Tielemans with instead uh, instead of Pratt. Although part of me thinks I wonder if Tielemans does need a rest, and uh, and if you played uh, Pratt in between Barnes and Madison, whether that may be a bit more solid. But uh, but for now, I'll go Madison, Tielemans uh, and Barnes with Vardy up front. I think it may be the right kind of game for Barnes. I think we'll have a lot more of the ball. I think we'll be going forward more. And therefore, it's a, it's a good opportunity for him to get his confidence back. And uh, yeah. and I think it'll be, uh, it'll be a good game for him. Um, so, I, I did change. I did bring him back in instead of Pratt.
1: And subs, would you bring in on under? And, I mean, would you bring Pierre on for, again, easing back in maybe for the last 15 That's... if we, if we win in?
0: Well, you know, who knows at the minute, you know, mm. as the week goes on, you know, we may even end up with five subs by the end of the week um, with the amount of pressure that's being brought on, uh, which means a bigger bench. Um, yeah. um It wouldn't surprise me if Pereira's on the bench, to be honest, for that game. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if Damari was on the bench as well. Um, but definitely under, uh, I think. I think he, he looked a little bit off the pace um, against... Uh, Liverpool uh, maybe a little bit in awe of of the surroundings of, of where he was um yeah. so he didn't look his confident self uh, but I think he's, he's definitely worth, worth persevering with uh, I think I think the one who, who may start to disappear uh, from the bench is, is going to be Perez as we get players back um yeah uh, but I, th- I think you know it'd be nice uh, it'd be nice to see a route back for gray to see whether. You know, and and particularly in a game like this, you know, late on in a game for him to get uh, 15 minutes and and maybe show his value. But uh, I know there's probably a lot of people shaking their head already as I'm saying that. But uh, who knows? It's a squad game.
1: Yeah. So somebody there. And that might be Mrs. Twigger again. Great plan, Craig. Um, Thanks, Brendan. Casper's kicking needs sorting out. I think Casper's kicking's needed sorting out for about the last ten seasons, hasn't it? (laughs) Yeah. It was interesting, interesting, uh, uh, interesting against Liverpool that, um,
0: uh, and they made a a lot of uh, talk about it. uh, Carragher did, especially that we weren't playing out from the back, um, so we were kicking long. Um, I think that the Casper's kicking has disappeared. uh, as As a talking point has disappeared. Um, because we've been playing yeah. out from the back. His kick is not the best, but to be honest, I would rather him kick it to the halfway line um, and it go out of play two out of five times rather than us trying yeah. to play out from the back. I, I, it just gives me palpitations.
1: It, it does me as well, and especially when we're sort of 1-0 down in the sort of 83rd minute and we're still tippy-tapping it back across the, the the back four. I mean, just bringing up a couple of points there, yeah. Um, and I, and, I, and I have lost it now. Um, about about Pratt, I, I I do like Pratt. I've got to be honest with you. I think he does add something to the game. Um, and like you said, maybe maybe in place of Tillerman's problem is we're getting yeah. to a point now where we, we, we are having to sort of pick and choose. Um, oh, that was that was what Matthew said. I think the whole team looks different with Pratt in. Um, I, I've got to be honest with you. I think Gray, I think, he. you know, he does deserve another chance. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, Brendan's, maybe the manager that might get the best out of him. We've we've said this Mm -hmm. with, 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 you know, Kelechi last season. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. it needs a manager to come in and, you know, everybody said with Gray, maybe he was sort of, you know, his his mind was thinking he was a better footballer than his feet was allowing him to be, <laughs> to put it politely. But he does have a go. He does run at the defence, doesn't he? And he does, you know, he, if you get the ball in the box, you don't know what's going to happen.
0: No, I think I think what I do like about him, he is positive And I think most people would agree he is a better finisher than Barnes. Um, he's allowed Barnes to... To get to, to get in front of him uh, in the pecking order. Now you know maybe 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 someone uh, sat sat him down and said, you know, you're you're at a top six club. Mm. You know whether you like it or not. You know that you know we 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 should be challenging top six most seasons now. You know I'm not sure anybody bigger is going to come and get him. So he, he really needs to knuckle down and realise the opportunity that he's got. Um, yes. otherwise I think he'll find himself um, he'll, he'll probably find himself out on loan in January uh, if these, not because he, he does need games.
1: and these days if you're not playing you're not seen you're not going to sort of get a, you know if he's not happy with us he's not not going to get a, a move away but um, Matthew was, I don't think he's obviously looking at that I don't think Matthew's the biggest uh, <laughs> grey fan there but just before we move no. on to a, a, a couple of games um I just want to say this is a new feature. We've got it up on the website uh, lestertilidie.com, and it's a foot in both camps. Now, obviously, I can't put every player up there because we'd be here until nine o'clock this evening. But just a couple of reminders of players who have donned the blue of uh, blue of Leicester and also the white of uh, white of Fulham. I'm sure there's a lot of people, or a lot of the younger fans, we sat there going, who's Steve Earle? But I think... I, I I looking, Yeah, I remember. I mean... Looking at that, and you know Paul Konchesky's, um I mean, I, I loved him. I think you know he was a much maligned player for Leicester, but I, I would certainly wish we had a, somebody like a Stan Collymore uh, as a as a backup now in the squad, but not so much Elvis Hammond. He he, he left the building as they say, and <laughs> and, and, and failed regularly think, to come back. <laughs> I think he's probably he was probably the uh, the Damari Gray of
0: his time. Um... Similar, similar style, similar position, you know, and uh, and flattered to deceive most of the time.
1: I think most of that Craig Levine team were, were the same. I mean, you know, who who can forget Mark DeVries?
0: <laughs> I, I can remember him scoring. I think he scored a brace against Spurs on a three-two uh, televised cup game win. and cup win that, as I well. That remember. was
1: yeah, yeah. I think we were I, like I, I two nil down. More. I think we were two 0 down. We came back, and he scored the winner. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> this is uh, this is like you know, um, like gold cowpoo. It just didn't happen. But uh, right, well, talking of talking of memories and talking about when mm. we played uh, or when we have played Fulham, Leicester. A very, very good, you know, if if I said 19 seconds or 14 seconds to you, sorry, if I said 14 seconds to you, you'd immediately know what I was talking about. Now, if I said 78 seconds, would you remember? And you probably would, but it was this. It was the 1982-83 season, the last game of the season, Leicester and Fulham both going for promotion we were at home to burnley and we would you know, I think we hit the bar we did everything but but go in fulham lost to derby but 78 seconds what was the um, the the 78 seconds
0: yeah well, i remember i was at the i was at the home game the burnley game and i think uh, i briefly mentioned this a few weeks ago uh, i'd been to every game uh, that season home and away uh, um including cup games we we got knocked out of the cup Early Mm. twice, I think, uh, including a a wonderful midweek trip to uh, to Millwall um, that lives long (laughs) in the memory. They actually they actually beat us. I think John Fashanu was playing for them uh, at the time, and uh, they beat us two one in the cup. And uh, they still came on the pitch and tried to get into the uh, the the away end. Uh, Love Millwall. Um, Yes. yeah. So yeah. So I was at the I was at the nil nil uh, Burnley uh, game. I think I yeah I jumped over the turnstiles because I've been every game home and away, uh, and they were saying it was a full house, so no one could come in. But uh, I wasn't having that. Uh, I don't think I can get done full retrospective um, school <laughs> duggery like that. So
1: you, you've you've got hopefully. a pass that's coming out now, Craig. You look so innocent yes. there, and you know now yes. we know. <laughs> Just between us and the four people
0: that are watching. Um,
1: yeah.
0: I would, uh, I would uh, yeah, so anyway, so it, we, had a, we had a good season that season. Uh, however, Fulham were in prime spot for the third spot. I think it was Wolves and QPR, I think, were, were sort of running away with it. It was between us and Fulham, really, for that third spot. Uh, no playoffs back in those days. Fulham, uh, as we went into March, so Fulham had a seven-point lead over us with a game in hand. Uh, And then we went on a 15-match unbeaten run, uh, culminating in the 0-0 with Burnley, which meant that Fulham, in their last game of the season, uh, were away at Derby. If they won, they would get promoted and we'd be the ones missing out. Um, Derby managed to do us a favour. They scored, I think, with about 20 minutes to go. Um, Because it was the last game of the season, I think they were still in with a, 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 a sort of outside chance of going down. Their fans were getting quite excited um and the, the fans started coming out of the stands and surrounding the pitch um, and i remember one of the um one of the balloon players said it was like a really intimidating atmosphere and um so the, the 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 crowd are basically surrounding the pitch now there's a few minutes to go the referee um blew uh, the whistle on uh, in the 88th minute um and All the crowd came on, uh, and he actually blew for an offside. Uh, but the crowd, a
1: free kick, didn't they? yeah,
0: so, so the crowd came on, uh, covered the pitch. Apparently, uh, there was a lot of threats to the Fulham players uh, who immediately tried to run off the pitch. Um, went into the changing rooms, and the referee came in and spoke to both managers and said, There's still 78 seconds to play of this game, um, but there was no way that they could actually clear. Um, clear the pitch uh, and play the extra 78 seconds. And uh, by all accounts, a lot of the Fulham players were sort of fearing for their lives and didn't want to go back out there and play anyway. So, um, what happened in the end was that so the results stood. Uh, Fulham would have needed two goals. They, they took a 1 0 defeat. We got promoted. Um, and just like uh, the Trump administration, uh, Fulham uh, took it to court. So they had. Uh, they had two appeals, both thrown out. I think they wanted to go for a third time, but it was made clear to them that nothing was going to change. Uh, so the results stood. They lost 1-0 to Derby. We drew nil 0-0 with Burnley and we got promoted. And uh, and I think we had a run of about four seasons in the old first
1: division at that time.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, so
1: 78 seconds uh, yeah, and we got promoted. I think Malcolm McDonald was the uh, the fuller manager and uh, I think he was the first one to ring us. And, and, and in fairness of fair play, congratulate us. But uh, yes, it was like well, well, do you, do you... Yeah. Sorry, Chris, apparently um, they got support
0: for their appeal from Gordon Milne, who was the manager, a uh, Leicester manager at the time, because he said uh, if he'd have been there at the time, he'd have had the referee round the neck, um, <laughs> saying, "You get this, you get this, somebody." Uh, 78- seconds uh, played but uh, I think if it was one nil, and I mean if it was one all, and they only needed a goal maybe that would have been a little bit different but the fact they had 78
2: seconds
0: and uh, uh, and they needed two goals probably softened it a little bit in terms of the appeal.
1: Well we're going to stay in that season and um, for your Classic match, Craig's classic match, CCM, um, and we haven't had that many. Like we say, there's not been that many of recent years. But it was from that season that you uh, you've you've chosen your uh, Leicester Fulham classic match.
0: It was, it was, uh, and uh, and it, by no means was it a classic. Uh, uh, but I remember, I remember being there, and I remember it for for very uh, strange reasons, and 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 quite possibly the most stupid. Um, Match that I went to. So it was the away game at Fulham, um, and in, in the end, the, the game was sort of incidental. We won one nil. Uh, Ian Wilson scored the goal for us, uh, and he obviously Wilson. put us in prime spot. Yeah, put us in in prime spot to get um, to to get promoted. I mean, if that result had gone the other way, uh, or even with a draw, you know, as it turned out, Fulham would got promoted. So that one nil victory was. Uh, really important to us so um it was a great away day however i do remember that um I, I went down with a couple of mates and we were walking down near the ground and walking across the road from a pub uh, that was frequented by leicester city fans um all outside all shall we say very merry who started shouting a, a load of abuse at me and my mates um i know idea there was a, there was even a bottle thrown at one point and then yeah. I noticed that I was with two other mates and very quickly I was on an, on my own um, and I'll name check you uh, Derek Frost and Dave Marriott thank you very much for your protection in, in running away um, <laughs> but it was only at that point that I realized for some stupid reason I my outfit that I' chosen that day was purely black and white um, so I was saw <laughs> yeah yeah, so so as I asked uh, the the pub full of drunken Leicester fans, uh, no wonder they thought that I was some kind of uh, freakish, full of mascot, uh, and decided to uh, to take out their pre-match anger on me. But uh, luckily, I did survive. I did catch up with my mates again, and it all ended pretty well with a 1-0 victory, but uh, it, it lived long in the memory for all the wrong reasons.
1: Yes, always, always check your colours that you wear, Yeah, know, exactly. as you know, because I, I lived, uh, lived just outside Bournemouth, and uh, m- my home matches, if you like, because they are literally 10 minutes down the road, was Bournemouth, and for a few seasons, I actually had to sit in the Bournemouth end, and they always had my blue shirt on underneath, but over the top, a shirt that I made sure had at least <laughs> a lot of red in it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, but hey, we might not be too far. Fans going back, uh, even if it's only the two thousand. I think it depends on sort of Leicester's tier rating. But uh, fingers crossed mm-hmm. that we might slowly be uh, be getting back there. Yeah, hopefully, as I say, I
0: think Leicester's Leicester's tier rating means uh, if we're lucky, we'll get two thousand in there it was interesting that uh, apparently the chairman or owner of huddersfield has challenged the government to show their figures to see where they mm. plucked these numbers from because saying if you're in a in a clear area you can have 4000 fans in now you know let let for instance let's say let's take manchester let's say manchester was in a in a in a lower tier that they're probably going to be in the highest tier and, and no fans mm. were going but what that means is Rochdale could take 4,000 fans into their ground, which will probably, with all due respect, fill it. Manchester United could also put 4,000 in their ground. So I think there's something fundamentally wrong with the way they've just plucked these figures out of the air. I think it's, it's great news that there's fans back in, or it looks like the fans are going to be back in. But I think it has to be surely done on a on a... A minimum number, whether that's two thousand, whether four thousand is the minimum, uh, and then it's done on a pro rata percent because it, it makes. Well, no gonna, sense I was
1: about to, to say, about to 4, say do it as a percentage everybody. of the uh, of, of your capacity, if you like, you know. But uh, but anyway, it, it, we've got to say. Um, Apparently, Bournemouth are one up against Florist. <laughs> um, I want I want them back in sure. the Premier League, only so I can go and see. It's a ten minute return, a twenty minute return journey compared to seven hours. But um, well, when I
0: was uh, no. when I was a kid, uh, when I was a kid, um, my grandma used to live in Bournemouth, in Christchurch, just outside yes. Bournemouth. So I often went down there. So they were always team that I looked at as as sort of the the lower team you know and uh, I often uh, rode past the ground on my bike uh, but never thinking that they would ever be a Premier League team those days.
1: Well like when I came down 10 11 years ago they were collecting money in buckets outside uh, a couple of theatres trying to keep the club going but Craig at least like I say we're moving in the right direction as always been a pleasure and thank you very much
0: thanks chris thanks
1: uh, everyone for watching let's hope we get uh, a couple of wins um this week uh i think yeah. if we win Bra- beat Braga, i think was was good as dusted in there and let's uh, get back to winning ways with Fulham. but uh take care of yourself Absolutely. craig and i don't, if I don't see you before i'll see you next tuesday chris. thanks
0: chris thanks
1: everyone so thanks a lot to craig there for for joining us at the fountain of all knowledge um and he will be back, uh, presumably next Tuesday. I I just don't know when we've got games at the moment. It just gets so confusing. Uh, I know there's one weekend we haven't got a game, but there's still two to be to be put in the schedule. It's and I know everything's being changed around, obviously, so they can be shown on telly. Uh, but i say thanks to Craig. If not, we will, as I say, hopefully see him next Tuesday. Thanks to everybody for watching, and thanks for joining in. Uh, It's all worthwhile when you do that. Uh, We do it for you. If you've missed any of the show or you want to just catch up on it and you had to nip off uh, to get something to eat, we've gone on a bit longer tonight. Um, You can catch us on YouTube. And uh, Lester Till I Die TV, like I say, uh, it's it's up there now, so you can catch that up straight away. And if you prefer to listen rather than watch us and um, having to look at myself in the mirror every morning, I don't blame you. I'd sooner just listen to us. So uh, you can get us on Spotify and you can also get us on Google Podcasts as well. And there's a few others, but Spotify and Google, uh, both in the Lester Till I Die and you can listen to us. We'll be back tomorrow. Not sure of the time exactly yet because I might have something coming up um, I'm waiting to hear on. But we'll be back tomorrow. We'll let you know in in the group. And it will be um, with Mark and the pre-European show when we're looking at the Braga game. Um, And after that, obviously, post-match on the other side of the game on Thursday night. Take care of yourself. Thanks for watching. And whatever you do, stay safe. Bye now.
2: Thank you, gentlemen. Someday
0: I will repay you. Unless, of course, I can't find you or if I forget. Hey guys, Ian Hume here, X Fox in the Box. Watch Chris and Lester Tell I Die TV and follow them on social media for all the up-to-date Leicester City news and information.
2: Cheers. watching these videos are tremendous you better like them too or i'll be back